Try to open your heart and see if you know if you can help people, then do it. If if you you know want to know more about refugees, then search. Olympic Channel Podcast. Buenos Aires, 2018. That was Yusra Mardini, I'm Ed Knowles, and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. We are in Buenos Aires, and as well as giving you all the headlines from the Youth Olympic Games each day, we will also be finding the biggest Olympic talking points and asking some of the world's best athletes and influencers to go in deep about all things Olympic. So, I'm sitting here watching two screens at the moment, trying desperately to keep up with everything that's going down all around Buenos Aires. On one, we've got some swimming, and on the other, there's some table tennis. It's fair to say that it's quite tricky to keep across absolutely everything. And if there was any doubt that the people of Buenos Aires weren't going to enjoy the Youth Olympic Games, I think that has been totally put to bed. The queues to get into the arenas have been absolutely huge, and the atmosphere around the place is really, really buzzing. I've been eating plenty of steak and empanadas, the food here in Buenos Aires is absolutely amazing. Sturdy stuff right on my street. Anyway, I was lucky enough to catch up with refugee swimmer Yusra Mardini. Her story is so amazing that a Hollywood film is being produced about her life. Now, more about her in just a second. But first. The Youth Olympic Games headlines. The first Youth Olympic medals in breaking have gone to Ram from Japan in the female and Bumblebee from Russia in the men's. Here's Bumblebee. For me, it was not a surprise. I, am, I think uh, I'm ready for this. There's also medals today in the fencing, sport climbing, plus taekwondo. And Youth Olympic Games cauldron lighter, Paula Pareto, has revealed a special study tip. The judo Olympic champion from Rio 2016 says she used to record classes on her mobile phone and listen to them on a three-hour commute from the gym. Head to olympicchannel.com for more news and features from the Games. Olympic Channel Podcast. Buenos Aires 2018. So maybe you already know Yusra Mardini's incredible story, but some stories are worth repeating, and Yusra's is currently in the works to become a Hollywood movie. She fled Syria as a refugee and ended up on a boat. That boat started to sink. Together with her sister, she dived into the Aegean Sea and steered the boat and its passengers to safety. She nearly drowned, but instead of dying, she started training, seriously training, and made Germany her home. She went to Rio 2016 as a swimmer for the refugee team. She says at first she was ashamed to be called a refugee and simply wanted to earn her place on a team through her times. Now she stands proud to be a refugee and fights tirelessly for their causes. But she's a normal 20-year-old young woman as well. It was so nice to finally meet Yusra, and we started off by asking about why it's so important to keep the subject of refugees high up in everyone's agenda. Olympic Channel Podcast. Buenos Aires, 2018. Some people just can't help not think. Like, I cannot. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really hard, like, picturing what's, what... what these people are going through you know maybe because I've been through something as hard as they what they have right now or what they're having so maybe that's why I always think what's happening or how they're feeling and all of that um, and I think people should really think more about that because you know you never know what, what life can do to you. you you need to be ready you know uh, just you know I think 
on a weekend, three days, going visiting a refugee camp will not, you know, do anything bad to you. So just, you know, try to open your heart and see if, you know, if you can help people, then do it. If, if you, you know, want to know more about refugees, then search, you know. So I'm just saying that we really need to help more because, as I said, like kids, they're not having any education, which is super sad, and we have to change that. I think also there's a lot of people who are helping out at the front line that sometimes don't get the support that they need in times when they really, really need it. I mean, how much, what, we sh what should we be doing to support people who are supporting refugees on the front line? So those people, I think they need a lot of really emotional support and, you know, mental support because it is hard. One of them is my sister and uh, she, she was on the field. She, she was uh, translating and uh, she was helping refugees. And uh, now, to be honest, she's in jail because she helped refugees, which is super sad. And um, I think what, what we can help them uh, with is, you know, to stand with them, to understand how hard their job is because it's really super hard. And um, also, you know, maybe if, if we can help them with anything like uh, what they need, to ask them, you know, if, if they need anything. And uh, yeah, because each person is different. There's the tough one who, you know, is okay. There's the other one who need really mental, um, mental support and all of that. So um, I think it's different from a person to another, but they need the support. Um, what can we do to support? What are the practical ways that people who are listening can actually go and support? Yeah. So to be honest, like a lot of people's, a lot of people in the refugee camps, they don't have blankets, they don't have enough clothes, they don't have enough water, they don't have enough medical support. So you know, it's the really simple stuff that we also need in our life. They need as well, you know. So imagine yourself like staying in a tent. What do you need? I just need. If it's cold, I need to be warm. If it's too warm, I need more water. Uh, if if I'm sick, I need uh, you know medical support. So all of that, you know, it's a simple stuff this is the all the simple stuff we can you know do and help with that and it's different from a refugee camp to another so uh, but I'm sure we can help somehow so what's so awesome about Yusra Mardini is that you have one of the best Instagram feeds on the whole of Instagram and one of the things that a lot of young people do is they compare themselves to other people online what do you do that? Do you compare yourself to online, to people online? Um, how do you kind of pull that to one side? That's hard because I never compare. Like, I'm like, oh, <laughs> to be honest, I have a lot of pride, to be honest. And I'm like, you know what? So I see the people, what they do, and I want to do something different, completely different, you know? I'm like, okay, all the girls are posting, I don't know where. I'm just going to post in another area, in another city, in another. So, yeah, I kind of feel that I have to be different. My life story is different. Everything is happening in my life is different, so I have to be different. So um, I think this is, yeah, this is the special thing about it that I do not like to compare or to be like someone. And uh, yeah, I think that's good in life. <laughs> but it's sometimes, I guess, when, when you've been in the Aegean Sea and you've seen everything that you've seen there, you had to go, you know, your story is being made into a Hollywood film for a reason because it's so incredible. Do these things seem a bit more trivial to you because yeah. of and, and a message to someone who maybe the weight of the world is on their shoulders thinking that they're not, they're too fat or too thin? What would you say? 
So when I was in the water, I didn't even think about Instagram or any social media, just to make it, you know, clear. Um, you know, I and uh, now when I think about it, um, it's you know, completely hard to to you know to think about what happened in my life and to to think about like you know if you look at my instagram it's super butterflies and blue and you know rainbow and all of that and people are like sometimes are like you're not like your instagram and to be honest it is true i always try to be more positive because you know people need that and uh in my in my normal life my life is positive but some people are like yeah you're maybe more fun, or maybe, I don't know, a lot ha has happened in your life and you don't show anything about refugees and all of that. And I tell them, you know what, I give a lot of interviews, you can go and look at them, but my my Instagram or my social media, I want to be a normal person. And um, that's why, like, I'm always, you know, I have those two personalities where I am the young kid who just want to live and I have uh, other role after my story that I am a refugee Olympian and I am, you know, giving the other people opportunity to, to live again and to dream again and, you know, telling them that, you know, I was a refugee and a lot has happened in my life, but look where I am right now and anyone can do that, not only me, if you just, you know, really believe in what you really want to do. So, yeah, I mean, my story has been hard, but it gave me a lot of strength. I am brave now and I'm like, you know, whatever it is, if I want to do it, I just do it, uh, even if a lot of people tells me no. It's not. I'm like, you know what? I could have died in this sea, so I am gonna do it now, even if I'm gonna regret it. You know, it's life. Yeah. So, how's the swimming going? Good. Uh, yeah. How yeah. is it? What's going on? So, uh, are you hitting the times that you're supposed to be? Um, I mean, swimming is harder than other sports, to be honest. But we we are working well, and um, yeah, obviously, it's really hard, you know, doing like competitive sport with everything I'm doing around. Like, as example, like I have training today in the morning, by the way, and I came after that. Uh, that's why my hair is amazing. Yeah, yeah your hair looks good. Don't be saying that. Look, my hair is look, look, literally You've been look. the whole day. Come on, <laughs> give yourself a break. Yeah, yeah so uh, yeah, wherever I go, like all the partners, UNHCR, uh, Under Armour, everyone around me knows that there should be a pool where Yusra is having her training and then the work comes after that. So yeah. And you, the, crucially, there are no times there, though. So you, are you are you hitting them? How are you thinking about Tokyo 2020? Because last time I spoke to you, you were like, gold medal, baby. Yeah, well, it's different a little bit. I, I'm starting to be realistic now because it's gold medal. I'm not, I don't think Katie Lidicky would give me the gold medal. It's a little hard. So I'm just being realistic, you know. I, I am, I'm going to be super happy if I qualified in I am in Tokyo, first of all. And second of all, I'm going to be really happy to break, you know, my personal best. And I don't know, we'll see what's going to happen, you know. And with refugees, just to wrap up, it's always important, I suppose, to remember that they're just people. And, like, one of the easy things to forget is just this word is wrapped up. And you said yourself, you were embarrassed. You didn't want to have, like, a free pass to the Olympic yeah. Games. And I feel like with the, if there is going to be or when there is a refugee confirmed for Tokyo 2020, that people understand, I suppose, that it's stories like yours that are going to be these things are happening right now yeah um i mean yeah i was really ashamed i was like you know i wanted to earn it that i am i wanted to qualify i was thinking about that a lot of people you know 
they don't qualify for like you know really a second or something you know and this is really this made me like really devastated like you know I felt like okay she should have been in the where like in the Olympics or something like that but then I also thought that you know this is a whole new thing it's a whole new team and it's I might not be the best athlete in the world, but I know that you know I have something different, and I am giving people something something different. You know, with sport, with being an Olympian, goodwill ambassador. You know, I'm just giving people hope that they can do what they want, even if it's like it seems like it will never happen. Because I, I never expected that anything of that will happen when I was drowning in the, in the sea. You know, so so. Um, this is what I'm like I'm really gra uh, grateful and I feel lucky as well obviously because it's something that doesn't happen every day uh, so I'm really super happy and you know if I'm gonna compete in Tokyo I'm gonna be super proud whatever my results uh, gonna be because I know that I have a much bigger message than just you know swimming a time so yeah and how was it meeting Emma Watson it was great. She's so lovely. She is. She is. She's down to earth. First of all. Second of all, she was so interested in everything I'm doing, and uh, she's just. You don't even like believe she's Emma Watson. She's like, you're, it's so, super relaxed, super nice. Yeah. You just feel you know her your whole life, and now you're like just catching up. Yeah. She's super nice. You're Thank you very much. That was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right, tomorrow we have another incredible story. We sat down with Patrick McCaffrey. The teenager has already survived throat cancer. And now he's here representing the USA three-on-three -three basketball team. He is inspirational, really, for everybody. And he was also very tall. We had a, a good chat about his unbelievably tall family in general and how on earth they all fit in a car, I'm not really sure. Also, we have one athlete each day to keep an eye on, and I suggest that you have a look out for Valentina Aguado. Not only is that an amazing name, she's from Argentina, and she's competing in sport climbing, which is a really great event to watch if you've not managed to catch it already. Think like Ninja Warrior, but up walls. They are full-on impressive. Anyway, she started climbing age nine in her backyard. Now she has a chance to perform in her proverbial backyard of Buenos Aires 2018. She's another from our Heroes of the Future series, so just throw her name and Olympic channel into a search engine and an extremely well-edited video profile will come up all for you. Really good. All those Heroes of the Future are worth watching, actually. Sport climbing is just one of the hundreds of events that are streaming over at olympicchannel.com. There is a 24-hour dedicated channel. It is the number one spot for all youth in Olympic Games things. Again, if you've not actually managed to go and see Ashley Tullock on our Yog Daily show, which is live on Facebook and Twitter, it's got some really funny bits and some influencers. And there's this guy that they've had on, I don't know whether you've heard of him, he's called Tony Hawk. You know, the skateboard guy? Yeah, that guy. He was on The Simpsons? Yeah, that's him. Be sure to check that out. It's really, really, really good. I am in Buenos Aires for the whole of the Youth Olympic Games, so stay with us. You know, we'll keep you right up to date. Remember to give us a subscribe on iTunes because we carry on after the Youth Olympic Games every single week or wherever you get your podcast. Give us a subscribe to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, the lot. 
Thank you very much for listening. See you soon. Think like an Olympian.